Gentlemen, welcome to Cartridge. The first rule of Cartridge Club is you do not talk about Cartridge Club. The second rule of Cartridge Club is you do not talk about Cartridge Club. Hello, this is uh, player one of the Cartridge Bros. I am one half of the dynamic duo that uh, founded the Cartridge Club. If you don't know what that is, I'm not sure how you uh, got this podcast downloaded, but let me give you a brief rundown. The ga- a book club for gamers. We pick a game every month, we play it with our friends, and then at the end of the month we invite three or four people on to talk about that game, and uh, hopefully get some good discussion and uh, get some good opinions. So this month is no different than any other month, and uh, we have some guests. I'm going to jump right into, intro- right into introducing them. So first up, uh, fellow Canadian, we have uh, Mr. Mac Enns, also known as Enzi, from the uh, the new Smash Hit podcast, Leftover Bits. Thanks for joining us, Enzi. Yeah, thanks for having me. It's a pleasure to be back. Yeah, this is your second show, correct? Yeah, here after uh, Half-Life. Um, so when we're on Half-Life, your podcast wasn't yet started, so why don't you uh, give our listeners a rundown of uh, how you guys operate? Okay, yeah, so uh, I am one half of the Leftover Bits podcast, but... Some people might say I'm a third because Paul likes to talk a lot. So <laughs> I didn't even know you were on that show. I just you- <laughs> yeah, I just make guest cameos sometimes. But uh, yeah, so I'm the co-host of Leftover Bits. Uh, it's a monthly podcast I do with my buddy Paul, the Cartridge Canuck. And uh, yeah, we just talk about games, movies, TV, uh, sports every once in a while. And uh, yeah, we just pretty much enjoy talking about stuff. So that's how it goes. Where did your name come from? Uh, leftover bits or Enzi? B- both. Well, <laughs> uh, leftover bits. <laughs> uh, yeah. I assume Enzi is just a play on your actual name. Yeah, Enzi just comes off my last name being Enz, so that kind of works out. But uh, yeah, so me and Paul, we were just kind of thrown around the idea of getting something started, and uh, you know, we kind of realized that we were right in between that generation where neither of us really grew we grew up playing the NES but not getting new games for it because we were past that time but but we weren't quite like obviously we're younger than than growing up with like the 360 and the PS3 so we kind of figured out we were just in that that weird leftover area that not a lot of people talk about so I don't know just kind of came together so you're both young guys so you guys obviously just talk about PS3 Xbox 360 right because you uh you're too young to like uh, and appreciate the Super Nintendo, correct? Yeah, that's exactly how it goes pretty much. <laughs> <laughs> no, I we, remember, we try uh, and there used, a, there used to be a YouTuber named Snessman and he uh he used to get a lot of heat for being too young to 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 be able to appreciate the uh the Super Nintendo. Yeah, I remember that too. I, I actually addressed that in our first episode because I knew I was going to get the same thing. <laughs> Excellent. Uh, well, thank you for being here, Enzi. We were happy to talk to you about this month's game. When we announced that we were doing it, uh, you were one of the first people to say uh, that they wanted to be on. So hopefully we can find out just uh, how good or bad you think it is. Uh, so next up, we have uh, another returning club member. And uh, this gentleman was on an episode not that long ago. It was two episodes ago, I believe. Um, possibly three. Uh, and it was the one, actually, when we announced that we were going to be doing uh, this month's game. And he immediately said, I have to be on that. Uh, so, ladies and gentlemen, I'd like to uh, welcome back from the uh, Portland area, the man with uh, the biggest repro uh, selection available, the Nintendo Doctor. Hey, how's it going, guys? Hey, welcome back. I'm glad to be here. I think this is my third podcast with you guys. Is it really? 
Yeah, you yeah. were on Star Tropics. I was. No, you yeah, made me Star play Tropics. that game. You didn't like Star Tropics? <laughs> <laughs> I, it was just a lot of Star Tropics. I can't remember. I, I thought you loved Star Tropics. <laughs> I, I, I like the Nintendo, Doctor. <laughs> 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 Fuck. Nintendo. Fire Nintendo, Doctor. Didn't like Star Tropics. <laughs> Star Tropics in two playthroughs. <laughs> wow, that's good. Just sitting down and hammering out in two days. That's nice. crazy. That's how I like to play. <laughs> so, uh, why don't you let our listeners know um, where they can find you, where they can get your repros, and uh, how easy it is to get a hold of you at the Portland Retro Gaming Expo. Well, the Portland Retro Gaming Expo, that's coming up in less than 60 days. Uh, I'm going to have six tables. It's going to be a great event. Uh, it's still in the air. I might have a panel on Sunday on repro making. Oh, very cool. You. A panel? Wow. I'm a little bit behind the scenes on it. Cool. Uh, primarily, I am on YouTube, and it's uh, the Nintendo Doctor at YouTube, and I'm also on Facebook for Nintendo Doctor. Pretty soon, we're going to launch a site where you can find my repros. It's, it's called Rose City Retro. Cool. Portland, where I'm from, is the Rose City. Uh, right now, we don't have any content up on that URL, but we'll be offering more repros, and we do giveaways on my YouTube channel. We've been giving away about one a month or so right now, just trying to spread the word and get people playing import games and games that never came out here. Uh, I actually have an order in for some repros from you, and I'm very excited to get them. Um, I'll be sending you uh, payment for the uh, the remainder of that order uh, probably this weekend. Excellent, excellent. Just, uh, just out of curiosity, how long does it take to make one repro card? Oh, well, it, it depends on if I, what system. Uh, Genesis, there's not a lot of rewiring, but okay. when I get into Super Nintendo, especially Nintendo, it could take quite a while. My right. longest one is Star Fox 2. That's why most people charge so much. I have about 16 feet of copper cable on that side, that little cartridge. What? Yeah. Because <laughs> you have to rewire each little tiny pin. They're about a millimeter apart. Uh, most people starting out, it takes about four hours. I've got it down to about an hour. I feel I'm pretty quick, but I know wow. there's people out there who could do it sub 30 minutes. But wow, impressive! Uh, and then we just started doing a GBA, so we can do Mother Three now, English translation. Huge, huge. So cool. having lots Does of fun. Does that make the game any better when it's in English? Or? <laughs> oh, ooh, shots fired! <laughs> no, Mother Three. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, okay. I'm sure it's just yeah. as good as that. His mother, oh, yeah. too. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Let's move on. I'll put that on my Dubai list. <laughs> oh, boy. Well, Nintendo Doctor, uh, Rob, we're happy to have you back with us, and uh, we're looking forward to hearing your thoughts on this month's game. You and Enzi were both very excited to get on this show, so... Yeah. Um, I've never played this game before. Yeah? Have you... Uh, do you wish now you still hadn't? Uh, we'll, we'll, we'll get into that. <laughs> we'll talk about that. So next up, we have... Uh, our third guest, and he is a first-time club member. Uh, I have had many online gaming sessions with this gentleman. He is uh, a delight to play against. Uh, he has some of the most creative me fighters on uh, Smash Bros. And uh, he's uh, most well-known from his, uh, his YouTube channel, Game Time with Kyle. So we have uh, Kyle. Thanks for joining us. Hey, yes. Long-time listener, first-time guest. <laughs> Uh, it's actually a surprise that you're, we thought we had had you on before, so that's that was a mistake. This Long is your first time. Overdue. Oops. Well, that's okay. Now we're on, and probably the first 
Of many, hopefully. Oh, no, yeah. you're never coming back. We talked yeah. about it already. <laughs> uh, um, one hit, one. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Why don't you let our listeners know where they can find you? Yeah, I just do a, a YouTube channel called uh, Game Time with Kyle uh, due to lack of uh, original name for it, I guess. And uh, yeah, it's just kind of some talk about retro and modern uh, consoles and games and, you know, kind of show off gameplay footage and it's kind of a mix, you know, it's kind of inspired by shows like uh, Game Straight 81. I'm sure a lot of us heard of them and everything. So, yeah, uh, yeah, that's basically the uh, channel. I was on Twitter, I guess, Kyle, underscore 325, underscore again. But, uh, like I said, we, we uh, interact with you a lot. You're, we consider you one of, our, uh, one of our friends, so it's kind of a surprise that this is your first episode, but it's, uh, it's something that won't, uh, won't happen again. We'll make sure we... It's a mistake that won't happen again, is what I mean. <laughs> no, okay, yeah. We have a lot of good online gaming session. So, oh, do you uh, do you have Splatoon? I do. Yes. Uh, if you're free after this, I'd be down to play some Splatoon. Let's do it. Yeah. All right. Absolutely. Jealous. That sounds good. I'm excited now. <laughs> so, uh, as I said at the start of the show, we normally only have three guests. Uh, this month, it's the second to last. Oh no, this is the last episode of season two. Yeah. So uh, we wanted to bump that number up to three, uh, up to four, sorry, because why not? Um, and uh, so we've done that. We have an extra guest, a bonus super surprise special guest. Uh, for all of you listeners, you would know him most uh, commonly from the uh, usual uh, Friday uploads of the STC podcast. I say usual because sometimes they are not always uh, on time. <laughs> always on time. Always. <laughs> he is uh, the one and only Bill. Well, thanks for joining us, Bill. Oh, thanks for having me. This is awesome. I'm finally yeah. up uh, with the big leagues right now. I can't believe <laughs> it. Got called up. last night when I uh, strong-armed my way onto your show. <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, no, we're, yeah, we're all talked out now. Sorry? We're all talked out. You know, we talked so much last night. Yeah. That's, that's probably enough. Yeah. It was a lot of fun last night. I really enjoyed that. I'm... Uh, Really glad. So tell our listeners, tell everybody here who doesn't know um, what Bill is about and what STC is about. Yeah, well, we run a little weekly podcast. Uh, me and my partner, Joe, he's, uh, you might see him out in the, in the internet world as Angry Canadian Decepticon. And uh, we just have a weekly podcast where we talk about whatever's been happening, uh, what we've been playing, what we've been watching. We basically just complain about our lives, though. It's mostly complaining and busting balls. So <laughs> it's good times. Uh, you know, some people might enjoy it. I don't know. <laughs> it's, it's a short uh, little podcast. It's about an hour. It's great. Sounds it's like a really great good show. time. I, uh, I definitely, uh, I definitely enjoy that uh, that show. And if you haven't listened to STC yet, you should go do that. It's like uh, I have referenced it before. As uh, if you were to hear two guys in a lunchroom having a conversation, it's as real as it gets when it comes to gaming podcasts. And uh, you and Joe do a fantastic job on there. And I hope uh, that there'll be many, many more episodes that I can listen to. Well, as long as we keep Joe happy, it. It'll probably happen. He's he's up for contract negotiations right now, so I'm trying to massage that whole thing. Yeah, he does we'll strike see. me as it's like still yeah, the, the Chad Ochocinco type. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you would. Uh, yeah, if there was a diva gotta... of the show, it would be him. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. I'm not going to argue with you. I'm just going to go right there. 
Excellent, excellent. So that's our guests today, guys, and we're going to talk about a game that uh, one of them is really excited to talk about, uh, one of them is not excited at all to talk about, and the other two are probably lukewarm. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> P2, why don't you tell everybody what that game is? Alrighty. Let's see, what were we playing? Oops, I accidentally clicked App Store. Let's just go ahead and close that. So I'm on a new computer this month. It's crazy. What, what computer are you on? Yours, I think. <laughs> yeah, <that's> it, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so, uh, oh, I still have it here as um, Podcast of Evermore. I'm just going to go ahead and skip right over that. So, are, you, are you at the outline? I am now. Yeah, uh, I had noticed that too, but I, I, I thought I was playing the right game, but I wasn't too sure. I was half asleep when I wrote that up. Evermore was so good, we're talking about it again this month. <laughs> yeah. yeah, we're reverting back. Okay, this month we wanted to go with a summertime theme to uh, you know wrap up our summertime. Can you say uh, we? Can you clarify who was the we wanted um, to go? You know, it was a general consensus of the club. They all really wanted oh, every, to play Sunshine. Every, so it wasn't, it wasn't one single person who said, yeah. I No, I we had a vote. To... Yeah, we had, it was very democratic. <laughs> okay. And uh, everybody wanted to play Sunshine. Okay. Um, okay. I just happened to be one of those people. Oh, okay. okay. And, uh, and yeah, so we played Sunshine. Super Mario Sunshine is the game we played this month. Now, uh, this is a... Uh, Surprisingly not the launch title that came with the GameCube. I suppose we can get into whether that was a good idea or not. Um, it actually came out in, two th- in, well, it came out in Japan in July of 2002. We didn't get it till August, which is appropriate because that's what we played it in this month. Um, but yeah, it's uh, the first Mario to follow up after Mario 64. Um, it was, you know, it got a lot of good reviews when it first came out. But doesn't really get the same amount of love from the players that it, that all the other ones have in general. But there are people who love it. There are people who hate it. This sort of is one of those games where either you love it or you hate it. And we're going to get into why right now. Now, I had this uh, back when it came out originally. Um, never beat it. In fact, I don't think I got past the second world back then. Um, I did get 119 shines this month. There's a total oh, how many, is is there 119 shines? Is that how many there are? Nope, there is 120. Oh, so you didn't you didn't get them all? Nope, I did not. Was it too um, hard? No, but we'll discuss that in a bit. <laughs> <laughs> um, but that's me. I mean, uh, yeah, my first memories with it were not so good. It was during a time where I was kind of uh, getting away from console gaming anyway, so I suppose there wasn't much to keep me on it. Um, it just came out at a really bad time, I suppose you could say. But that's me. Um, how about, uh, how about you, Bill? Did, uh, did you play this when it originally came out back in 2002? No way, never had it, never played it. I never played Mario 64 either. I was kind of like a Genesis guy, moved to PC gaming, then to Xbox, so didn't really jump into the 3D Mario games at all. Uh, in later life, I've played the Mario Galaxy games and, uh, the Mario Land 3D, whatever yes. that is, on the DS. Yep. Love them have so much fun with oh, so i was really looking forward to you guys introducing me to uh, mario sunshine couldn't wait could not wait <laughs> you're a lot of past tense <laughs> um so what were your general first impressions of the game um i like the look of it it yeah. sounded good the, the graphics were good it was bright and sunshiny and i was happy everyone was going on vacation and then <laughs> There was some kind of mix-up, and apparently I was, as Mario, going to have to clean up some goop and was given this thing to clean it up, and that that seemed all fun until I tried to direct it for the first time. And 
went completely opposite to where my thumb was pointing and realized there was no invert control somehow. Yeah. Somehow I couldn't invert the controls. Odd what, choice. What? 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 Why? What? Who thought know. of that? I don't know. <laughs> okay. So, so yeah. First yeah. impressions, not so great, we'll say, then. <laughs> right. <laughs> okay. Exactly. How about uh, how about you, Kyle? Uh, did you play this when it originally came out back in 2002? Actually, I did, yes. I remember distinctively buying it. I did not have uh, a lot of GameCube games at the time. I think I just literally got it a month or two prior, so I had, like, Smash Brothers and... Uh, something else, but so that's why I got to, I got to play this one quite a bit okay. when it was new, and uh, yeah, the controls. Uh, you know, I, I know that's gonna be a big topic. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> they were a little weird, but uh, like I said, I did play it quite a bit, so I got used to it. So I guess I'm gonna be in the minority. I don't mind the control scheme all that much. It's not great, but. Uh, yeah, I'm kind of along the same lines. You know, it's kind of fun to see Mario in a, a different environment. He's not in the Mushroom Kingdom. <laughs> it's uh, It was a great game, summertime game, really. So. Yeah, it definitely has that summer theme. Yeah, and very unique for its time. So. Yeah, okay, so you, you yeah. were okay with it. You were on board. and uh, I, I was on board. Right yeah. on, okay. How about, uh, how about you, Doc? Uh, was this your first time playing through, or did you play it back then? I did not play it back then. I uh, actually didn't have a GameCube growing up. When I saw that, it was purple and had a handle. I was just, nope. <laughs> <laughs> so I didn't pick it up. Uh, I tried playing Sunshine last December on the GameCube player, and that didn't work out because trying to control with the controls on the tiny, tiny screen What didn't is work. the GameCube player? I'm not remembering. Oh, uh, not the player. There's a... Uh, like a two and a half inch screen you can oh, touch it. Oh, right. Yeah. <laughs> Didn't go so well? Didn't go so well. <laughs> so, sat down, played it for this, and uh, the controls. Oh my gosh. Okay. <laughs> so, not so on board. Okay. Let's, uh, let's skip Enzi for a sec and we'll get to uh, P1. What, uh, did you play it back in the day? I can't remember. Uh, I don't think I played this back in the day. Um, I, so. I missed a lot. I'm going to say no, because I missed a lot of the GameCube. Yeah. Um, so this was my first experience with Sunshine. And uh, it was so good that I'm leaving the Cartridge Club for the next three months. <laughs> oh, boy. So not on board. And he's joining the yeah, Start to Continue podcast. That's right. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I heard there's some negotiations for the, ne- the spot opening up there. But that's <laughs> All right, so yeah, not so not so on board. No. That leaves one person now. Um, Envy, we need you to love this game, buddy. All right, uh, let me tell you a little story here. Okay, go so ahead. it's the months leading up to Christmas 2003, <laughs> and I'm thinking to myself, I want a game console this year because up to this point, my parents didn't want me playing video games. You got to go play hockey. You got no time for video games. <laughs> so I'm thinking about family there. Yeah, I'm thinking, what console do I want here? PlayStation 2. Ooh, that's fun, but there's only two controllers, and I want a lot of friends over. <laughs> Xbox or GameCube. I don't know. Let's just arbitrarily pick the GameCube. That's about how it went. <laughs> arbitrarily. Okay. So, Christmas Eve, 2003, I'm sitting upstairs, and my parents, they bring out this beautiful jet black GameCube. And what game comes with it? Tony Hawk Pro Skater 3. Oh, no. Which is actually fitting for you, isn't it? Because you're a skater. Indeed. Oh. I, I enjoy the game quite thoroughly. Oh, However, 
my neighbors also got a GameCube, and theirs came with Super Mario Sunshine. Uh, so I remember Boxing Day being in their basement playing on their GameCube instead <laughs> <laughs> because I wanted to play Mario Sunshine. But yeah, I played this game, I guess, pretty much as soon as I joined the GameCube environment. And yeah, I've loved it ever since. Awesome. So I'm happy to hear you really enjoyed Did you enjoy um, playing through this month as well? Oh, yeah. Oh, right on. Well, I can't wait to get into your thoughts then. All right. Hey. So that's everybody's first impressions of the game. So I guess you can kind of predict how the episode's going to go. But uh, let's, let's get started. <laughs> now, the game opens up. It's not your typical Mario game. It's not your typical Mario story. Um, in this one, you start out in an airplane, of all things, which is kind of strange. Uh, Mario and, and Peach and crew are going on vacation. Um, they're headed out to Isle Delfino. Uh, why don't you give us a, a brief description of how the game opens up there, Enzi? Yeah, so basically, well, if you're watching the opening cutscene, you see him on this plane and Mario's drooling over the food and oh, yeah, right. Toadsworth is leaning back having a nap and, and they're watching this, uh, there's this video playing on the screen about just promoting the island and you see this character in the background who kind of looks like a silhouette of Mario jumping by yeah. and Peach kind of catches on, she's like, Mario? Right. Not, yeah, the voice acting. Oh. Yeah, that's a good point. This is the first time we heard these characters talking. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, as the plane's landing, all of a sudden it da -da -da -da, and it comes to a really rough stop. And uh, you get out of the plane and you see this big goop monster on the runway. So, uh, yeah, you hop out of the plane and uh, one of the little toads, oh, I don't even know if I want to try and make a toad voice, but he's like, <laughs> Oh, no, no. What's this icky paint like goop stuff? <laughs> oh, my God, that's perfect. That's actually better than the ones they used. <laughs> so then uh, Toadsworth, obviously, you're just not doing anything. Mario, go find some assistance. <laughs> so he sends Mario out to figure out what to do, and uh, you, you run down the airport or the down the runway a little bit, and you come across this uh, device known as Flood. Flood, yeah. And this is kind of how the game opens up. You, you, the whole mechanic of the game revolves around this Flood. It's this backpack it goes in your back. You can shoot water out. Now this is the first time that you you, you get to handle this thing. Um, there's kind of some, you know, mixed opinions on Flood, but I'd like to hear some of your guys' thoughts of the first time you, uh, you got your hands on it. How about, uh, how about you, Doc? What did you think of Flood for the first time? Flood was really, really awkward for me to control at first. Um, I didn't like it. It was something new, different mechanic. Yeah. But, uh, by the end, I, I felt like Flood really opened up a lot of the world for me. Mm-hmm. Uh, more vertically and trying to like play the game it was it was not meant to be played like doing backflips and then hover flood using yeah. flood the hover yeah backflip wall jump hover it was yeah. amazing or shooting water in front of you then dive and flood and you can kind of propel yourself yeah. forward really fast yeah yeah so. a lot of neat little things you can do once you really play around with it um how about you kyle what did you think of flood the first time you picked him up uh, well, honestly, the first time I thought, oh, gosh, could be another Navi. <laughs> right, <laughs> right, because it talks. <laughs> yeah, it, a thing that's always with you and nags you. But, yes. uh, Mario, no, Mario. Was, yes. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, no, Flood was, uh, he provided some useful information where needed be, and 
uh, was not very annoying. It was very useful. I, I agree with the doc. Uh, I think it uh, really opened up the world. You could get uh, different nozzles for them. And uh, yeah, of course, uh, something happens near the end of the game. We'll talk about that later probably, yeah. but I was <laughs> concerned there for a second. I actually grown to, grown to like uh, Flood during the game. So. They got to you. <laughs> yeah, especially the... Uh, Though the areas where you don't use them, you could tell uh, it's a whole different game True. without it. So. It really is. It really is. Okay. Yep. Um, Bill, you kind of uh, mentioned it earlier, but uh, what were your thoughts of Flood? Thoughts of Flood? Did he grow on you at all, or? Well, I I thought it was a great idea to add that uh, dimension to the game, and I love shooting stuff and cleaning things up. I thought the hover was well, it was necessary in so many jumps. Um, it was the, the controls and the camera combined with the flood <laughs> right. made me throw the controller many times. <laughs> but I liked the idea of flood. I liked playing with it. And, uh, it, yeah, I liked that dimension of the game. It was just everything else combined with it. Right. That's a really good point. I wonder how the game could have been if they had only made those mesh better together, the controls and flood. Um, how about you, P1? What were, you, what were your thoughts of flood when you first got them? Um, I enjoyed Flood. It made a big splash with me. Um, oh, boy. I, uh, oh, boy. Tish. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I like the idea. Like I like Joe said, uh, sorry, like Bill said, uh, I, uh, I like the idea of running around, cleaning stuff up. That part of the game was fun. Uh, giving Mario a new dynamic. He's not just jumping on things' heads. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, that was really neat. Nintendo was trying something new, which we all know they do better than anybody, new things. Um, and it's just unfortunate that uh, it was tied to the controls that it was tied to. Yeah. Because yeah, it, it's true. Flood, like, the hover was meant, you needed that hover. Without it, you wouldn't have been able to do parts of this game. Um, but to, if you were to take it away, the game, I don't think it would be as memorable uh, as it is, you, like if you remove the the cleaning up portion of the game, mm -hmm. it's just a sloppy version of Mario sixty four. But Flood, you know that 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 mechanic does give it some charm. Yep, fair enough. And you, and uh, and everybody keeps mentioning how we have to clean things up. So as you grab Flood, you're being informed that there is somebody running around who kind of looks like Mario. You've seen him briefly in the, in the opening cinema. Um, and the objective of the game is to use this flood character to clean up all of this, um, I'll call it graffiti. It's just like slop that this uh, Mario-looking character has been running around tossing everywhere. So after you get flood, you get arrested. They think that you're the guy for causing all the trouble, and they convict you, and your sentence is to clean up all the mess that they think you have created. Um, kind of a interesting uh, justice system on this uh, little island, but... Uh, but, you know, that's, that's the objective of the game now, is to run around and clean things up. So you start to do that, but before you know it, Princess Peach gets captured. Now you're thinking this is going to be the objective of the game, but early on, you save her. So it's not like a regular Mario game again. Now you're just going back to cleaning up all the gobbledygook. Did this game come out around the same time as the Kyoto Accord? <laughs> I don't know. When was Kyoto Accord? I don't know. <laughs> maybe. Maybe it's topical. <laughs> but yeah. So the objective is to then find out who the Shadow Mario is. And later on, not too far in the game, you find out the big reveal. And that is that it's baby Bowser. And he, is, yeah, he has stolen Peach because he thinks it's his mother, which his father had told him. 
for whatever reason. Kind of uh, paints an odd picture, actually. Yeah, that's not weird. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, just out of curiosity, who's Baby Bowser's real mother? Birdo. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> I, so. I believe according to Nintendo canon, they just haven't said anything about it ever. Okay. They said Bowser's the dad, but we don't know who the mother is. <laughs> so it could be Peach. Who knows? Awkward. Um, <laughs> maybe Bowser lay, lays eggs. I don't know. But anyway... Oh my gosh, I opened the App Store again. Why did that keep happening? I don't know, because uh, um, App Store and Safari look the same to me down bottom. You need uh, to learn how to use a Mac. I do, I do. Okay, so you find out it's Baby Bowser. Uh, you know, it, it was bound to turn into a Bowser story eventually. And then your objective is to just uh, put a stop to Baby, Baby Bowser. Clean up all the city, which unlocks Shines. Now, Shines act kind of as stars do in the original Mario 64. Um, and that is the objective of the game. You go around, you go to each different world. Each world has eight known shines and two hidden shines, I believe it is. Then you have to collect 100 coins for each level. And then there's the whole blue coin thing, which we'll get into later. So I want to talk a minute about the gameplay mechanics. We just talked about Flood. Let's talk a little bit more about the camera. Um, Bill mentioned earlier that you can't invert the camera. Um, was anybody else bothered by this? Enzi, what did you think about the camera? Well, you know, for... Uh early 2000s or mid 2000s when I was playing this it didn't seem that uncommon for the time like a lot of games around that era at least when they used the second stick for camera control it was usually inverted by default like uh, Halo 2 and Halo 1 for an example that was just a defaulted default True. way to view so for me I didn't I, I didn't actually notice it to be a bother until I came back now to play it interesting point yeah because I actually play with inverted controls, so I didn't notice it as much as most would. Um, inverted's sort of my thing, um, but I can see how it would mix up some. Like I was playing Splatoon the other day uh, with P1, and I was unable to invert the controls while playing. I'd have to go log back out and log back in, kind of thing. Um, and it does make a huge difference. So for people who were used to the other way, I could see how this would be really, really tough. Um, how about you, Kyle? What did you think about the camera? Uh, it, it did take a little getting used to at first. Uh, I'm one that I do like the normal camera. I like up being up and down being down. It's just the uh, the other axis was a little weird. Like I hit right and I go left and everything. Right. And it right. felt uh, it felt it, it's it's very loose too. Like it's <laughs> almost out of control at times. Yeah. And then you go behind something and then it's still like in front of or behind the building and you turn into a, a literal <laughs> shadow Mario. Yeah. That was the hardest part when it would catch on buildings and things. Oh my gracious! Yeah. Yeah, that was just crazy. How about you, Bill? What did you think overall? About the camera? Oh, that camera! That camera! <laughs> oh my god! Like, talk about getting stuck behind buildings. There and there are jumps where you couldn't see your landing uh, location because <laughs> of the camera. True. And I had spots where I was stuck behind a wall, a shadow, and I couldn't see my landing spot at the same time because of the camera. It, it's, uh, oh. So frustrating. And I tried to, you know, hit the button to lock the camera forward, and it would refuse for some reason. It would refuse. It's like the game's laughing at me. I don't know. <laughs> I know. And sometimes <laughs> that L button is also your butt stomp. So if you're in the air and you're trying to straighten your camera, you just go straight down, which is usually not what you want. Yep. Um, yeah. There's, there is a technique to straighten your camera when you're in the air. If you go into your, uh, like, over-the-shoulder view, 
while you're in the air. Then it'll turn to camera. So if you like double tap Y really quickly, oh, then it oh. kind of works. It's it's difficult. Like it does disorient you a little bit, but it is there. All right. Well, that's good to know. Um, I, I, I know I spent about the first half of the game at least getting used to this camera. That was probably the most challenging part of this game was getting used to the camera. Uh, once you get it down, uh, I mean, you really have to put some time in to, to get it. But once you do have it down, it's not too bad. Um, but it takes way too long to adjust your brain to think like that camera does. It's it's hard. Um, what did you think, Doc, about the camera? I think that was one of the biggest distractions for me for the game. Yeah. I This game needs a 3D remake. This would work <coughs> so well on the new 3DS with the C-Stick. Huh, that's an interesting idea. I wonder if they would ever consider that. I mean, just upgrade the palettes, just like what they did for Zelda. It'd be awesome. Yeah, fair enough. I like that. It's a smart idea. Um, P1, did I ask you what you thought of the camera? No, the camera's bullshit, man. Um, <laughs> then you ask anybody at all, anybody, and Nintendo's biggest attribute, Nintendo's biggest asset is their games control better on their consoles than any other publisher, developer, company could ever hope to achieve. That's their fucking thing, man. That's why every time they say Nintendo should release games for PS4 and Xbox, like, people say no because, no, Nintendo games play best on Nintendo hardware. They know their systems inside know for their controls. Well, I don't know who the fuck developed Mario Sunshine. It's like they brought in Team Sonic to make a Mario game. Like, the fucking oh, whoa, whoa, camera's all over the place. Dang. There's 150 buttons on the GameCube controller. You only use three of them, and one of them is your ground pound and your camera line? Are you fucking serious? <laughs> Are you serious? Oh, it's not Sonic bad. <laughs> <laughs> it it was the most frustrating part of this game. To have it, it's an it's it's like I woke up in fucking Bizarro Land. Like it's uh, somebody's uh, mic just got really loud. Kyle, I think it's your mic. Oh, are, are we good? Um. Yep. Now we are, yes. Yeah, we're good. <laughs> I totally lost my train of thought. I didn't like the camera. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think we got it. I think we got it. So yeah, the camera was a huge challenge of the game. Um, it doesn't feel like... It's not a challenge. It's game-breaking. Like, no, no, no. It's not game-breaking. <laughs> the major difficulty of the game is fighting to be able to just see the fucking enemies. No, no, no. There is one shine sprite in the game where the camera was an issue for me. And even that one, I just used a bit of a glitch to break through it. And that's the uh, the uh, runaway Ferris well, wheel I'm level. I'm so glad that you're so good at games, Andy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so glad you're so bad at games. Oh! <laughs> Shots. But yeah, and Andy was never strategy on the was uh, thinking where your camera has to be before your move. You had to envision yes. where you would need the camera to be. It's true. It's true. It is a different. Once you get used to it, um, that becomes second nature. But getting to that point, it is very difficult. Um, but once you uh, put enough time in, you can get it. It just doesn't feel as polished, I guess you could say, as uh, as we've come to expect from Nintendo games. It I can agree like, with that. All right, cool. It, it felt like a modern day release. It's like, like you know, Assassin's Creed Unity comes out and it's there's, it's broken. They have to patch it a hundred times. That's what this game felt like. It was before patches existed. It's like Nintendo put a game out that wasn't ready. Like it, it felt like this is their one. <laughs> Everybody says now, oh, it takes Nintendo so long to put games out. This is why. Because if they don't, we get Super Mario Sunshine. Oof. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my. 
All right. Brutality. So, <laughs> okay, so let's take a second because um, a lot of the problems that people have with this game were... were let's take in, a second because my brother's going to have a stroke. <laughs> we're in the comparisons um, to Mario 64, and there was a significant amount of changes. I mean, the addition of Flood alone makes a completely different game. But they removed a couple things, um, including the long jump. Um, did anybody notice any other uh, things that they missed from Mario 64? And did you miss the long jump? Um, I'm trying to remember who played Mario 64 before this. Kyle? Uh, yeah, I did yes. have the 64. Um, this is going to sound a little shocking because I, I never got that far into the game. Like that was when I was quite a bit younger, and I didn't quite get it. Right. Um, so I always had a little, little, some issues with the game, and so I actually played a lot more of Sunshine than I did the '64. Okay, so, you so didn't I don't, have I that. can't really get a fair comparison. Yeah, I remember fondly playing '64 or Mario '64. Okay, maybe fun that's game. For the best because you you are still pretty much on the positive side for Sunshine. Maybe not having played '64 helped you out. Because... Yeah, definitely not a lot of it. So. Okay, very cool. Um, Doc, did you play uh, Mario sixty four? Oh yeah. Okay. In comparison, what? Uh, first of all, did you miss the long jump when you were playing? Yes, that, that was like the first thing I noticed. Yeah. Um, by the end of Sunshine, I felt like I could parkour my way around pretty good, but yeah, yeah long long jump is something that needs to be in every three D Mario game. I agree. I all right, well, I'm just going to go ahead and move on. I think everybody misses the long jump. If you've had it, if not, I guess it's not a big deal. I want to talk a minute about the level design. Um, I'm playing through the game, and even looking back on it now, once again, I'm going to bring up Mario 64, um, which had a very varied amount of level designs. Um, in fact, there's no... There's nothing separating the, the levels in this game from one another. Um, it could all just be one giant level. Um, I thought that was kind of an issue. Where, whereas in Mario 64, you go into uh, snowy areas and uh, there's a lot more fire areas. Whereas there is one in this, but it's the very end and it's only one spot. Um, did anybody else think... Well, what did you guys think of the level design in general? I don't want to you know, put my thoughts on anybody. We'll start with, uh, with you, Bill. What did you think about the level design? Uh, I, I was fine with it. It, it. Like you said, it didn't vary very much. Uh, some levels seemed really huge to me and others seemed really small. Um, I don't know. It didn't uh, blow me away, but it didn't anger me either. Yeah, and I think that's the, the problem is because when you think of Mario worlds, you can think of that's the biggest part of the game, why it's so good, is how different and varied each world is. But I didn't get that with this one. How about, uh, how about you, Doc? What did you think? Um, I, I like the design. Everything felt really happy and really sunshiny. Yeah. Uh, there's a comparison that a lot of people talk about, like between 64 and Shine. And 64 has very themed levels, like the mm. clock level, and everything nice. kind of moves in that metronome time, and that makes sense. Which was awesome. Versus Sunshine, where a lot of the levels just look the same, but I kind of appreciate it because everything was like, I'm on vacation. True, and true. just noticing the more I progressed and the more shines I got, how bright the level got, or the yeah. overworld. Yep. And I thought it was interesting that they 
included like sunglasses from Mario because the screen was getting so bright. And if you put them on, it dims the screen for you. And I was thinking maybe during playtesting, someone had issue with how bright it was or people were getting headaches. Yeah, I, I, I used to hate accidentally talking to that guy. <laughs> so it seemed very Nintendo way of uh, fixing a problem. Yeah, you're right. You're right. I wondered what the hell those sunglasses were for. Yeah, it just dims it up. It's Somebody must have had a migraine or something while playing. <laughs> or Pokemon seizures. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> um, how about you, Kyle? What did you think of what the level design? Yeah, I kind of agree with you. I kind of miss uh, a lot of variations. Like you said, uh, a lot of Mario games, especially the 2D ones, have like ice worlds and giant worlds and sky yes, worlds and giant stuff. Giant world. I forgot but, about uh, Yeah. Yep, yep. Uh, we got to see that come back at some point. But, uh, yeah, it is, you know, you got to keep in mind, too, it is a, a tropical island. So true. True. you're probably not going to see a, a snow world or any, you know, anything like that. Uh, but, yeah, I thought uh, they were very beautiful. I thought they were very tropical. Mm-hmm. Uh, the uh, what's the, uh, the the theme park world was a lot of fun to explore. I like the music in that the hotel. Yeah. Yep. I forget the island right offhand, but uh, there was one at the hotel. It was very sunsetty and very sandy. Hotel Delfino. So, yeah. There you go. Yep. Uh, so yeah, it's it's like I'd I'd like to uh, vacation here in real life. Actually, <laughs> I like I like the stuff. Yeah, Rico Harbor was probably my least favorite, but yeah, it's very beachy and and everything. And I think it makes sense for for this game though. It so. does. And you know what? I think. That is a hindrance for me. I think I wish that they hadn't have just limited to that one island, um, but uh, I guess that's just me. Uh, and because there was a giant world in Mario sixty four even, and that level was awesome, but they didn't have anything like that to match it up with the other Mario's, and I think I missed it. But uh, that's just me. Um, yeah, I'm save, uh, I've got. Go ahead. I'm kind of curious uh, for you guys if if this was like a authentic real world, where would you? Uh like to live on an Isle of mm, That's a good question. <laughs> I'm thinking maybe that volcano. <laughs> um, I'm going to skip Enzi again and go right to P1. Yeah. Because I, I like to end every segment positively. And last time <laughs> I went to P1 last. <laughs> Big mistake. Yeah. <laughs> that was positive. <laughs> All right, P1, what did you Mr. think of the positive. Um, I uh, oh. admittedly did not uh, see many worlds. I was gonna ask that. <laughs> um, I got through all of World One and the first stage of World Two, and uh, that was enough for me. Um, Kevin uh, has a complaint that I actually echo greatly. Whoa! And uh, I know we never agree. It's the uh, in an open world game where it's not actually open world. They make you run around this bullshit map to get to the zones. Mm. Um, don't do that. And then I have to go into the zone and run through it eight times the same zone to get to the this, this specific spot to do one small thing. I can't do them all at once. I have to go through every time. It gets frustrating. Mm. I'm, I'm in, so you spend ten trips in World 1 running through the same map with the same enemies and running to different locations in there to do a small task in there. And right. that's tedious and it's, and then and it's not to, fun. I don't enjoy it. You have to do it 10 yeah. more times to get all the blue to, coins. Yeah. 
to be fair, uh, Mario 64 did kind of have that as well. It did. You, know, you visit the same world a lot. It's more condensed, though, obviously. Yeah, just and, inside and around to, the there castle. was no running around. Like, there were all the, you jumped through the painting in the castle, right? Like, yeah, traversing yeah. the castle was awesome. I, guess I didn't have remember. to. It was a lot more condensed. But I yeah. just felt like they they tried to extend the gameplay by forcing you through the same zone over and over and over and over and over. To not allow you to get all the blue coins at any point. To have, like you can only get specific ones in specific instances Sorry. of that level. Like, come on, man. Yeah, the blue coins is a pretty big discussion. But before so, we get into that, I'm gonna let you take a breath and I'm gonna switch on over to Envy. Envy okay. what did you think of the level design? Yeah, okay, I'll save my rebuttals for player one after. <laughs> um in general, I really enjoyed the the level design. I thought it was really cool that you could uh, you could stand on the beach of Rico Harbor, and uh, or uh, the beach of Pina Park, and then look over and see Rico Harbor in the background. That part was or, pretty cool. Yeah. Or when you're standing on the wall in uh, Bianca Park or uh, Bianca Hills, and you could see Isle Del or the the plaza in the background. I thought that was really cool. It gave a really sense of connectivity in the game that you like in Mario sixty four. Your levels were just kind of floating around true true and it felt made everything feel a lot more connected for me yeah um, a little bit more sandbox-ish yeah yeah and i mean as far as not having like i live in winnipeg right so it is like <laughs> freezing cold eight months of the year <laughs> yeah true. so the fact that i can escape to this video game where i'm always on a sunny tropical island <laughs> where the worst case i'm in a volcano, volcano yeah. that is paradise for me like it's <laughs> It's cold here. Yeah, I suppose so, it is all relative. Yeah, like that's that's one of the reasons I don't like Skyrim actually is that it's too icy and I don't want that. <laughs> but fair I mean, enough, fair enough. Not that I don't like it just because people tell me to like it or anything. <laughs> but, oh, but that's a different discussion altogether. Oh boy. <laughs> oh boy. Should I have said choo choo or something? But... <laughs> that was oh, I like boy. that. Enzi, you're one of my favorites. You can <laughs> Enzi would uh, love to vacation here in real life, too. But Enzi, can you argue that these levels are varied enough from one another? You know, I find like there's a lot of there is a lot of difference. Like one of them, you're in an amusement park where you're riding a roller coaster. True. There's another one where you're you're swimming around under a pier, riding bloopers and surfing. But they all look the same. Well, what's wrong with that? It looks beautiful. (laughs) It is bright and shiny. (laughs) Yeah. I have no complaints with the level design. Um, what you were saying about the hub world before, about how you have to run too far, like I personally, I don't see what's so different about that and Mario 64 going through the castle. Like either way, you got to go around places. I find oftentimes I could, like using the either some of the, the speed boost. Or the... Yeah, yeah, there's like one nozzle that we'll discuss later or using just that spray the ground and slide. I find I can get around fast enough with that. Like, don't have to wait to go through doors or anything or climb upstairs. So It wouldn't be so bad if when I got to the destination, I was in the instance where I needed to be. But I'm not. Then I load into the world, and then I have to run through that world and find the one small portion of that world where I'm supposed to be this particular time. Well, I, they're pretty clear with what you need to do. Like, there's always a little opening cutscene to the, to the shine and says, Oh, oh I'm here, not saying, this it's is not confusing. Weird. It's just tedious to have to run through the same section over and over again. Yeah, but Mario 64, isn't that the same thing where you yeah. 
Like, you I'm have not to uh, I'm not one star to get a Mario 64. My brother loves Mario 64, but I don't. I so. do love Mario 64. Okay, oh. <laughs> and honestly, I would have loved Sunshine. <laughs> yeah, that's one. Like, I find that's very similar to Mario 64, which I didn't play a lot of, but I did play enough that I can get used to that. Okay. But, yeah, honestly, I thought it was a great level design, and I'm really happy with everything and how it all turned out. Good enough. Yeah, because this is the game where if you like what it is, it is consistent. We can definitely say it's consistent. It stays true to the theme of Sunshine. There's no doubt about that. Uh, and if that's if that's got uh, you know a grasp on you, then you're going to be happy. So I'm happy that it worked out. It all depends on, if, like I said, this is either a game you love or you hate. I mean, I guess there's a couple in between, but it is so different from the other Marios that it's created this polarized effect. But, uh, but yeah, that's that's pretty much the level design, I suppose. Um, we could talk about uh, the different flood nozzles now. Um, and you just kind of brought them up. Uh, there's three different flood nozzles. Um, what are the names of them? Enzy, what are the names of the three nozzles? Well, thank you for asking there. <laughs> uh, so, it, well, technically you have four. One of them is just your standard squirt nozzle, right. which uh, I guess doesn't really count. Uh, but your your secondary nozzle is actually interchangeable. So in default, you start the game with the hover nozzle, with this, which is kind of like a little jetpack that just lets you float around. Right. Um, it's pretty common. You're using it for most of the game. Uh, the two other nozzles you unlock once you have, I think, 25 and 30 shine sprites or so. And uh, one of them is the rocket nozzle, which you'll find in a red box hidden throughout levels. Mm -hmm. And basically you use that one, and it just shoots you up in the air, maybe... I don't know, 30 meters or so. And then the other one is the turbo nozzle, which you'll find in a gray box. And that one just makes you run ridiculously fast. Yeah. Yeah, that one's actually pretty fun. Um, I find that one didn't get used enough throughout the game. Um, but yeah, there's a bunch of different nozzles. Uh, what did you think about them overall, Enzi? Did you I think they were was... used well enough? You know, I agree. There could have been a lot more use. Um, Really, there wasn't a lot of use for like the turbo nozzle. I think you use that for maybe to break into some secret spots on the plaza. Right, right. And I, the only level I really think utilized all three of them would have been if you were blue coin hunting on Noki Bay, which because that one you needed the rocket nozzle for some, and you also needed the turbo nozzle. Yeah, that's right. That would be but, the uh, only one I could think of too that uses all three. And I mean. Yeah, I spent a lot of time in that level just because that's my favorite place to be in general. So, right on. But other than that, they definitely could have uh, used them a little bit more. Okay, fair enough. Kyle, what did you think about the nozzles? Did you think they were uh, well implemented? Did you like them? Yeah, I totally uh, agree. I won't add too much. I think they could have been used uh, a little bit more, especially the turbo nozzle. Mm -hmm. uh, I find I've used that one. I'm, I'm literally playing uh, the game right now, just kind of roaming around the... Uh, the plaza and i got the turbo now so i'm, I'm kind of cruising around right you know, now i think it's good for that right now yeah <laughs> that's funny it was great to, in the water too because if you were to go into the water and use the turbo now so it doesn't deplete so it's kind of like infinite uh, yeah you're infinitely kind of just boosting through the the water here so i see where that could be useful in noki bay it's a lot of fun but yeah too. we could have used uh yeah they could have been varied up a little bit more they're cool concepts so yeah yeah they are um yeah. i i I, like other than the hover, I, I didn't really like getting either of them. Um, you have so much more control with the hover. Um, when I needed to use the rocket, I was like, uh... But, I mean, that was just me. I, I really liked the hover, I suppose you could say. 
Um, Bill, what did you think about the different noses? Oh, I grew to hate them all. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, they were necessary. Um, uh, how many times did you make a crucial jump and go to hover and it just squirted? <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, of course, that that's my fault as the gamer, but... Uh, like you were saying, the rocket and the turbo, very little control. Like, the rocket shoots you way up. It would have been great if I could stick a landing after that, but uh, yeah. the camera isn't looking, and there was very little control. Right. Uh, turbo in the water was fun. Uh, I will give you that one. Yeah, that was probably the, the best nozzle, I think. Um, and that was only if you have a lot of open water. But, yeah. Um, I also noticed that um, you have hashtag boobies in the middle of your... Uh, picture here your icon and uh and every time you talk it comes up and i can't and i can't i get distracted there's nothing wrong with that no <laughs> okay uh doc what did you think about the nozzles uh i think they were just okay i would have taken the long jump but uh i i like the nozzle where it just propels you straight up thought that was an interesting mechanic and it kind of opened up the world to more like i said a vertical aspect but I found I wasn't taking as much damage as I thought I should be when I land after using it. Mm. That was kind of BS. Hmm. Yeah, I wonder how that works. Um, I wonder how if it would have been better if you could, say you pick up the nozzle in the level, if you then have all three. Um, it would have been great to be able to rock it up and then switch to your hover. I think that would have been a pretty cool mechanic. Um, I wish they had added that in, which maybe for the 3DS remake. Yeah, uh, I definitely wish... I wish you could have access to all of them. Yeah, if you could have access. Without having to hunt around for all of them. If you could have them all in your arsenal, that would have been a lot more fun and taken some tedious away. You know, I think that like seems to be a big game-breaking to me because I know like a lot of this, the challenge that I would enjoy at least was to do a level and only use the rocket nozzle. So I'd have to true, true. try that out. And I think, I don't know, I feel like if you had all three at once, then it might be a little game-breaking. No, that's fair because it does completely change the game when you don't have hover. <laughs> I have, well, I have a question because um, I, anyway. I I didn't get any of the nozzles. I was say. <laughs> I got the first one there. So you you go into a level with only one nozzle. What if you need one of the other nozzles to beat that level? You got to do the whole level again. No, no you can no. find them within the level. Yeah, you start every level off with hover. Okay, so I can run around through the same stage over and over. Are they in the same spot every time? Like instance. From three one to three ten, or is the no, or three eight, are the nozzles in the same spot in each one of those instances, or do they move it? You you can only. Access, I think they're in. Sorry, they're in the I think they're spot. the same. Same spot, yeah. but you can only access them for certain shines. Like if you go into a level where it'll be uh, invisible, like you can walk through it if if you if you don't need it for that shine kind of thing. Oh yeah, okay. <laughs> Flood says this is a hologram. Yeah, or he's yeah. like. <laughs> Here's the harbor now. Oh, never mind. It's yeah. a hologram. Yeah. <laughs> so you upgrade in that instance, and then you lose it when you come out. Well, there's not really an upgrade. Um, you have access, and when you're in the, the, the hub area, you have access to all three of them. They're all just sitting in the middle of the... But they, you don't, you, they don't carry over with you into the instance? Uh, no. No. You, you have Christ. to collect it in the... <laughs> in the <hub>. <laughs> <laughs> all right. You have to work for it. Yeah. Yeah. Sounds like what fun. they need is unlimited water. More of that. Yeah, that would have been pretty neat. Yeah. Okay. Um, I'm going to actually skip over these other ones for a sec and go right to the... Because since we're talking so much about Flood, I want to talk about the secret levels where you play without Flood. 
and and how much of a difference the gameplay is. What did uh, everybody think of the secret levels? I'm going to start with uh, with Kyle. I uh, was a big fan of the secret levels, especially the music. You know that old do 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 do. Oh, I loved it. Uh, yeah, it was a, a great change. I felt uh, I'd be like to see more of those stages. You know, that could have been the Mario game itself. You know, screw the the whole island and, and the water and cleaning up things. That could have been a fun Mario game. Oh, yeah. Um, it was a big difference without the flood, too, because they were very kind of long and narrow. Yeah. And, you know, floors would disappear. And, and that's where the I think anyone who who's bitching about the camera has a very fair point, because that's where it's a lot harder I'm not to, bitching. Uh, I'm pointing out that it's terrible. <laughs> pointing out, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's it's a lot more challenging. I really did like those, but I think you can go back with the flood. I think later yeah. when you're hunting for the coins, yeah, it, it's very it's very different to uh, playing with and without the uh, flood in those stages. And I love yeah, that they. I, I like them. I do. Yep. I do too. I love that they they do allow you to go back because so you can actually feel how different it is with flood as opposed to without um i love those levels those are my favorite levels of uh, the entire yeah it was game. a great it was a fun change of pace definitely definitely um it's also where i missed the long jump most um but just because i guess i didn't have my hover um but i loved those levels um p1 did you play the one in the first world i did yeah, yeah. Um, what did you think about it um it was all right uh, i felt like it felt just like extra work it you, you, I spent so much time trying to learn the mechanics of the game, and then they go, here's a section where you need to unlearn those and learn the mechanics without that ability to hover. So, good luck. You mean generic <laughs> Mario mechanics that you use in every other Mario game? Yeah, those are the mechanics. If you want me to play, if you want me to play with this fucking backpack, I'll, let me play with the backpack. But don't go, here's the backpack. Okay, the backpack's gone. Okay, here's the backpack. Okay, the backpack's gone. You need to pick. Are you either a game with the backpack with the gimmick? Or are you a game without it? You don't get to have it both ways, Nintendo. When you try and do any multi-tool does not do the job of a regular tool as well. So when you try and cover both to please both sets of people, you end up pleasing nobody except oh, for Oh, come on. That's like, that's like saying Mario Super Mario Brothers 3, you either have to play the whole game without the Karibo shoe or the whole game with it, that you have no choice. Like, oh, yeah. Like, <laughs> tail or no tail. Yep. All right, Enzi. Yeah, exactly. Tell us what you thought about the secret levels. Um... You know, when I first got to him, I was definitely missing Flood. Um, the more I played it, though, like this last playthrough specifically, I started to get much better at them. I figured out you can do a sort of a long jump if you press A and B at almost the same time. Oh, really? And it like he it would be a dive, but I mean he would go about the same distance and. Oh, I know what you mean. Yeah, yeah, and, yeah. Like you, you slide a little bit when you land, so that's kind of an issue. But it's it is doable if you can make your precision jumps. But yeah. uh. I, I really like the music that they put in the background of those levels. Oh, I agree. I that uh, that it, it, for those of you who haven't played it, it's a acapella remix of the original Super Mario Brothers song. Oh, I didn't realize it was acapella. Interesting. Yeah, it was do do do. Yeah, it was pretty good. <laughs> Everyone do it. Yeah, <laughs> that's how we'll end the show. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I love those levels, and I felt. I mean, if you play Galaxy, they are very. Uh, you can sort of see where they took a lot of the mechanics from that and put it in Galaxy. Um, but overall, oh my gosh, I love that level, those levels so much. Uh, Bill, what did you think? I fucking hated those levels. <laughs> I fucking hated the music, too. <laughs> what am I listening to? The start of a Cosby show? I, 
music out of there. Get those levels out of there. They oh can suck it. Oh, my it. Bill, you're coming back next month. <laughs> Bill. What? Bill and P1 show. <laughs> Come on. Bill, I need to know, what is your favorite Mario game? <sighs> I want a Sanic. Sunshine. Please say Sunshine. <laughs> <laughs> You know, I have been playing the first Galaxy, and I'm I'm loving that. That's a great game. Yeah, I'm loving it. I get gratification from that. I don't get anything from Sunshine, and especially those secret levels. Okay. They're, they're okay. awful. They're awful. The camera <laughs> makes it awful. Uh, the only good thing was my kid got such a kick out of watching me get frustrated and rage-clicking <laughs> constantly. Oh, that's gold. Ugh, man. Hate it. That's hate too it. funny. Um, Doc, <laughs> how about you? Do you hate them? Uh, maybe. <laughs> really? Uh, uh, I, I really want to like this game. I really do. Even I, the secret I, levels. That's all I care about. Yeah. <laughs> I thought it was kind of cool was the Mario pixelation, like the, the animation in the background is like 8-bit yep. sprite Mario. Yep, yep. I thought that was cool. That's that was my uh, one positive. Oh, for the my level. gosh. I thought everybody would love these levels. Uh, it, it was good that it switched it up, but what's kind of didn't jive well with me Hello? Hey. Oh. Uh, the fact that if you die enough and you run out of levels or lives, you have to run all the way back, and that got really tedious. No, NC says that's fun. The run oh. back is good. That's a good time. Yeah, I'm an adult, and I have things to do. Uh, I know, but uh, I guess that is part of the challenge, though, is finding the entrance to the secret level. It is a secret level, after all, right? Um, uh, is it a secret? Because it's like in the middle. It's like world. It's like halfway through. If you don't beat it, you don't move on to the next one. Yeah, it's not like a... so. It's not a secret. It's a, you need to find this. Yeah, you're Wait, right. We'll look for it. Don't worry. It's the exact same level you've been running through six times already. <laughs> you should know it by now. The title of the, those shines are always secret blank on the lake or whatever. Secret yeah. something. Yeah. So true. technically, they are secrets. Well, they said to keep the one ring secret, but everybody fucking knew about that too. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. Well, I did not expect to be so divided on those levels. That blows my mind. So now we'll get into something that everybody has to hate, and that is blue coins. This time, um, okay, so for everybody who doesn't know, Enzi, describe what the blue coins are to everybody who doesn't know. <laughs> did you even play the game? Oh, yes. <laughs> I'll just describe everything. I just don't want to be so, so hard on these blue coins because I hate okay. them so much. Yeah, um, basically... On the the, uh, the hub world, there's a little hut where there's some raccoon lady, and she says, if you bring me 10 blue coins, I'll give you a shine sprite. Yep. Which, I mean, when your whole world is kind of dying because they don't have shine sprites, <laughs> and you're trying to sell them back. Yeah, that's dirty. Greasy. Yeah. Like, what are you doing? But basically, you got to find these shine sprites. There's, there's I think, uh, 30 in each level. And, uh, yeah, you run through levels. And uh, and by level I mean I guess each world not not thirty per shine spray level but right, uh, right. yeah so you find thirty in each world and then I believe there's oh maybe it is thirty in each yeah and then there's some in there yeah. and then in the the plaza as well there's a couple blue coins yeah so essentially twenty four out of your one hundred twenty shine sprites are just from you searching for blue coins. And some of them can be as simple as washing off a big graffiti M from the wall. Mm -hmm. And other of them are 
pretty darn cryptic, such as like spraying a tree at a weird angle. Oh my gosh, Gosh. so annoying. Why? So I can just go into I can just go into the first instance of each world and collect all the all the blue coins for that that world, right? Uh, not quite. Oh, I can't. No, you can. Most worlds you can get about twenty out of the thirty in one level. But so so what what I have to do then is run through the same level and check everywhere for these fucking coins that may or may not even exist in that level. And then do it again in the next instance, which is the exact same level, yeah. eight times. Eight times. Yeah. Oh, you could that think of it that so way. So much fun. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and it would be one thing if they told you um, uh, even a little counter that says that says for each shine how many blue coins are in it. Well, I mean, if you, oh, uh, well, I guess yeah, in that sense would be nice, but it does show you how many you've gotten per world for like the whole if, world. Yeah. 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 Oh well, but it tells me which instance I got them in then. No. No. Oh. But it tells me how many are in each instance, so I can keep track myself. No, no. Oh. <laughs> I know one of them. You had to, like, ground pound on, on the nose of that statue of... Uh, the oh, yeah. I was yeah. like, it took me forever to realize that. I, 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 there was no revelation. It was just I just did it random. And oh, in that moment, I was like, I hate blue coins. Um, which is why... Well, we'll get into why I only got 119. Um uh, but yeah, NZ, just out of curiosity, did you get all 120 sprites this month? I did. Awesome. Um, any memories, uh, fond and frustrating, for both the shines, which which you, we collect 10 per world, and the blue coins? You know, um, there were some that were really fun. Uh, Name one. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, the blooper racing in episode two of Noki Bay. All right. You can get two shines of that. That one, I I don't know. I found it really fun. You were essentially, it's kind of like riding the Koopa shell on Mario 64. Yeah. Except which... you're in water, and if you hit the wall, then you die, which kind of sucked. But, yeah, yeah I, I really enjoyed that one. Uh, yeah. That, it's uh, a... So you get one for doing that regular, and then you get another one, which I didn't know for the longest time. Um, when you beat, I think it's like under 30 seconds or something like that. The second time, you get a second shine for doing that. That's the one you mean, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, th- th- those were fun. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Definitely easier to pick on the ones that were frustrating, such as uh <laughs> as that lily pad on that poison river. Ugh. First of all, getting to there, you have to ride a Yoshi across Ugh. a boat. It takes like probably five and a half minutes just to get to it. And it's so easy for that if your Yoshi touches the water at all, it disintegrates and dies. <laughs> yeah. Doesn't make any sense. This is normal. Yep. Clear ocean water. Uh, well, everybody knows Yoshi can't swim. He can't swim in any other Mario games. <laughs> I don't know why they chose... Did it, does anybody know why they put that in the game? Probably not. Because it was developed by Team Sonic. <laughs> <laughs> but you're right, Eddie. Getting there uh, alone is super hard. So then what happens when you get there? <laughs> well, you get there and you walk in and you see, oh, it's a red coin level. So you got to collect eight red coins and then the shine spread appears. So you hop on this lily pad and you shoot your spray nozzle backwards to kind of propel you down this river. Right. And if you miss the coins, there's a current. So you can't just turn around and go get them. Nope. And so you got to kind of get all eight of them in one run. <laughs> but if you wait on the thing too long, then it disintegrates and you just fall into the water and die. It's so hard. So if you don't get all eight, you have to like run back along this tiny little railing beside all the water jump up and just hope that you can hover at the right height to like yep. go straight across, pick it up and land on the other side of the river before your hover nozzle runs out of time. Yep. 
So that's probably my hardest one or most frustrating. I agree. That was actually my 119th shine. Um, I was saving it for my 120th, but um, I decided I had enough. And uh, and that was that was a super frustrating... It took me 14 men before I got that, that shine. Oh, wow. Frustrating. Okay. So those are two pretty memorable ones. Uh, Kyle, how about you? What, uh, what were some of the more frustrating and some of the more memorable ones? Uh, fortunately, I didn't uh, bother to get too many of the blue coins. I think I went for the uh, the obvious ones, like spraying the graffiti and right. and all fun. that. I like those ones. Yeah, yep, those were nice and easy. Um, I think, you know, so where I finished right now, I didn't get a chance to play a lot of the game this month, but I got 64 shines. Okay. So you, um, did you, total. you finished the game? Like you went and... Yeah, pretty much the main game. Uh, okay, cool. A lot of those, a few of those were from Blue Coins and, you know, some of the hidden shines that are in the uh, plaza itself and everything. Right. Cool. So, yeah, it's just, I seen, because I remember playing the, that back in the day and that really pissed me off as well. So <laughs> I, I don't, I don't think I have enough patience to get some of those again. Yeah. So, yeah, it's pretty much, pretty much that. So I do was... like the... Yeah. No, I do like the uh, puzzle where you, or puzzles where you spray like a triangle and a blue coin will pop out of maybe another triangle or circle across the stage or whatever. Right. You only have like a few, literally a few seconds to go and grab it. Those were always kind of interesting. I, I like those for some reason. But I like those too. Yeah. Yeah. Um, what were some uh, some of your favorite shines in the levels? Oh, I, a lot of the hidden ones were pretty good. I think there's one. It was on the 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 beach where you're flying this uh, sand giant sand bird. Oh yeah. I don't know if you remember that when we're circling around the tower. That was a lot of fun. That was cool. Uh, but yeah, because the wind yeah. there's a strong wind current. So every time you would jump, you would actually kind of blow back a little bit. Uh, I really like that stage. Uh, a lot of them from the uh, hotel as well, just because it was just a nice creepy hotel. I, I liked it for some reason. That was a lot of fun to get the shines in that one. They had the casino, I think, attached to that as well. Yes, yeah. Which was a fun environment. Of course, uh, as I mentioned, I'm a big fan of the uh, park. So, yeah, well, yeah just th those were those were my my favorite uh, shines, I think, and some good hidden ones. I think there's one in the expo. Like I said, I'm kind of cruising around right now. It's you 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 use the rocket nozzle to jump up, I think, underneath a building. And you go into a, like a giant pachinko machine. Oh. That, that was uh, probably the most frustrating, but at the same time, a lot of fun to play that one. It is neat, but it is frustrating. <laughs> that, that takes a long time to, oh to get those. Oh my gracious, that level. Okay. Um, <laughs> Bill, what, uh, <laughs> what? Did you have any frustrating shine experience? No, not at all. It was so much fun. I loved it. <laughs> I loved everyone. Okay, good. No, I got to agree that um, the Sandbird one, I really enjoyed. Yeah, that one was pretty fun. Um, it, it was just a different uh, look, and uh, I actually got off the bird at one point. I didn't know I could, but I bailed off of it, and I somehow hovered over to a cloud and uh, had a couple cloud jumps, and then I had to wait for the bird to come back around. And uh, no, I thought that one was really fun and really rewarding to get that shine. Yeah, and. Uh, Oh, frustrating. I tried that uh, roller coaster uh, one, oh. shooting the balloons. <laughs> How did that go? Oh, I quit right there. I don't blame you. I hate that. That is probably my least favorite. And I, that lily pad one was really hard, but at least it was a challenge that if I failed, I knew it was my mistake. But that roller coaster one, oh my gosh. I, anyway. Dean did it on his first try. I don't know how he did it. 
that. That's impossible. I also did, but. Oh. All right, Andy, you're off the show. <laughs> I liked your positivity, but now I've had enough. <laughs> that roller coaster now, level. Now we're outnumbered. Those, those that like us are now outnumbered. It's true. <laughs> oh, that roller coaster level. Oh, my gosh. I, anyway, anyway. That's one of my favorite shines. I mean, it was fun, yeah. but uh, I just needed more time. It took or, <laughs> yeah, that is fun. But yeah, if you had one more pass around, maybe. But it's impossible to aim that properly. Like, yeah, am I missing something? Is there a reticle that I don't see? Give me a crosshair. Yes, please. <laughs> oh, horrible. Anyway, Doc. <laughs> well, you guys know so that roller pressed... coaster level. I oh. actually really liked it. If I don't you know, press Y, it's kind of third person though. I know. I was I was in it the whole time. I just. Uh... Yeah. Gosh. So the blue coin, one of the ones, obviously the lily pad in the Yoshi stage, uh, but that same level that has the roller coaster had a blue coin with the ships that were moving back and forth. Yes. Yeah. And I kept missing the blue coins up top and having to go back to up to the top. Time after time, I'm oh, getting really old. Okay. I think I was making it harder for myself. Did um, did you get 120 shines this month? No. Um, I got one, 115-ish. Oh, that's really good. Yeah, but uh, I looked it up, and you don't really get anything for getting 120. What do Satisfaction you get? of a job well done. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like, you, here's your vacation, and then it ends. Yeah, that's a big part of my three-word review later. <laughs> <laughs> you you get but, bragging um, rights. But um, what about ones that uh, other than the roller coaster one? What was another one that you liked? Mm. Uh, writing the bloopers. I thought that was really cool. Yeah, those were fun. Those were fun. That would be an awesome stage if they remade. Yeah. P one. In all honesty, I didn't play enough of it to say what ones were frustrating or difficult. So I'm not gonna. I don't want to bash on a game just for the sake of bashing on it. I don't uh, like. I didn't do any. I only did the first, the whole, the whole first world and the first part of the second world. We um, are one hour and fourteen minutes in, and you're gonna now say you're not gonna bash on it. I'm not gonna. Well, I'm not gonna. I don't. The game was so. I care so little about this game that yeah. I don't remember any of the shines that I did. Oh. It. It's. It was. I enjoyed it. I. I enjoyed it so little. That I don't even want to argue with Enzi over not liking it anymore because the game is just nothing to me. Oh my gosh. Wow. Player yeah, one, you're banned I... from leftover bits. <laughs> Enzi, I don't know how you did it, but you got to let Kevin know uh, how to get P1 to Listen, stop. Sonic, when they made this game, it just. Uh... <laughs> oh, I don't know, man. Like... Okay. Well, all right. How about uh, the first shine when the plant is buzzing around uh, World One there, and you shoot him, and then he just buzzes around off in the middle of fucking nowhere, and you gotta jump across. Bill, you can't even see him half the time. You just have to guess where he is. Who? Who's this? First oh, flying P plant. Like PD Piranha. Oh, the PD Piranha. <laughs> <laughs> well, all you do is go into third person and look up. I play the whole game in third person. You keep, you keep saying go into third person. No, like the the over the shoulder mode. Like over shoulder, yeah. Oh, good. sorry. I, yeah, I should really clarify that. You playing first person? Do you have <laughs> Doom version of Super Mario? <laughs> no, I'm actually running emulators. I got some mods going, but. <laughs> yeah, I I didn't they I didn't play enough. I didn't do the roller coaster. I didn't do the Yoshi one. 
because I didn't need to play that much of this game to know that I it wasn't for me. So none were frustrating, none were fun. Um, yeah. All right, good enough. <laughs> I think um, at least we can all agree that the blue coins uh, were maybe a little obtuse, a little uh, too um, tedious. Tedious, yeah. that kind of thing. <laughs> I think it easily could have been fixed if um, they even made it a hundred shines. And the first, you can get maybe five, maybe even ten shines from blue coins. And the rest just give you uh, a pile of one-ups or something. Um, so that way you don't have to collect all of them. But it's still fun to collect, you know, half of them. Um, that way you have the option if you still want to keep going for the full collection. But it doesn't affect your shine count. I think it would have greatly helped that. But that's just, that's just me. Okay, so... That pretty much covers most of the gameplay. Um, I don't think there's much more to cover there. Um, I would like to discuss the soundtrack, however. Um, it doesn't typically have your normal Mario themes, uh, with the exception of the secret levels. Um, what did you guys think? Do you guys think it holds up um, in comparison to other Mario games? How about, uh, how about you, Bill? Uh, lousy. It's all lousy. <laughs> The main, the main hub land, like their loop was so short, it just drove me insane. That music, and yeah, uh, yeah. I already talked about the secret level music that was uncalled like that. for. What am I watching, the Cosby Show? <laughs> <laughs> oh, and uh, that was a good line. Good the one. other levels, I, I there's nothing memorable about the music to me. Okay, fair enough. Sorry, sorry. Nope, that's all right. Everybody's entitled, you know. Uh, Doc, how about you? What'd you think of the sound? Sorry, I was muted. <laughs> That's what I, I think it's now. <laughs> now, uh, Hub World, I, it was all right. It was kind of annoying at first, but I, I'm kind of digging that right now. I might add it to my uh, driving mix. But, uh, yeah, nothing really memorable. No, I guess not. Not like Super Mario World or anything else. Fair enough, fair enough. Uh, Kyle, how about you? Any thoughts? Yeah, nothing was too uh, memorable or nothing much stuck out. I, I genuinely did like the soundtrack when you're playing it. You know, it felt tropical, like I said, the certain stages, like the, the hotel, the beach stage, you know. It all felt like a nice tropical vibe to it. Right. Uh, but nothing too special, though. Like, I don't think I'll be searching for the soundtrack anytime soon. But it's, oh, it's fun background music while you're playing the game. Fair enough, fair enough. It does. It is very tropical. There's no doubt about that. Oh yeah. Um, P one. Do you remember any of the music? No, no. I. Uh, and you know what? I challenge anybody who's about to say they like it to hum a tune from the game. <laughs> All right, Enzi, you're up, bud. <laughs> what did you think? Do 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 do. Oh, I don't know. Yeah, I, I thought. I thought it was pretty good. Um. The Yo whenever you get on Yoshi, they would add like bongos to the mix. Was that from the game, or was that was that the That's Seinfeld right. intro? What were you doing? <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, the bongos. I like that addition. They do that in most Mario games, which is, I suppose, a yeah. nice touch. Yeah, some of the tracks. I don't know. It felt kind of weird, but I found for the most part, it yeah, it did feel like it was tropical music. It did suit the environment quite well. I mean, generally, it's probably not a lot of music that I would just listen to on its own, but right. but. It, Every time I play it, I can't. It just gets stuck in my head all day. Yeah, it uh, it is infectious. Um, 
I've, I'm not a huge fan of it. Uh, it's a myself, disease, all right. But uh, uh, I think the whole point of all of this is that this is a huge departure from Mario games in general. This is like this is like the Mario two of three. Actually, it is the second three D Mario, and they changed it completely, kind of like they did with Mario two on the NES. But uh, it is a huge departure. There's no doubt about that. I made that exact same comment in the forum. Okay, I was going to say, I feel like I've heard this. <laughs> and it was Kyle's comment, that's right. <laughs> I had to stop yeah, you're, you're picking up uh, fruit and throwing them instead of vegetables. That's right, instead of vegetables. Yeah. Right, right, right. Yeah. And that's exactly right. That's what they did. And I wonder if... I mean, they, they always like to be innovative. And uh, they certainly... This is different. There's no doubt about that. All okay. right. The soundtracks clearly know Mario Brothers 3, so... Yeah, yeah, true enough, true enough. Um, and the sound effects, they were all pretty crisp, it seemed. Um, it made some strange noises, like when when Flood was shooting, um, like an M, for example, on the wall. It made this funny, like, uh, tapping sound, I guess? Clicking sound, maybe? Um, I always thought that was kind of strange. But, uh, but yeah, sound effects overall. Um, we can talk about the graphics. We kind of covered most of it. Um, let's talk about the enemy design. Was there any memorable uh, enemies to anybody here? Um, for me, the, those friggin' turtles with the electric shells that shoot out at you and go back to them drove me nuts. Hated them. Um, yes. Were there any that stood out to you, Kyle? The turtle shells, those were horrible, especially the ones that would be underneath, like the uh, planks that we'd have to walk under. Yeah, right. They would be underneath, and there's no way to head them. You'd have to go back on top of the rails, and like oh, that was pretty annoying. Those were annoying. I, I like the boos because you could actually, you know, spray them and jump on them. Yeah, that was and that cool. would uh, kill them off. So they were kind of fun. I kind of forget what some of the enemies were because again, nothing too memorable, I guess. But yeah, fair enough. Yeah, the boos were a lot of fun. Yeah. Okay. Um... Oh. Speaking of sound effects, Mario has never been more annoying in any other game than this one. Yeah, we can talk about especially that. when you're walking. Yeah, walking along those rails. Ooh, ooh, oh, oh, oh. oh, right, right. <laughs> so annoying. That. You know, we should yeah. talk about. Ah, uh, uh, we'll get to it in a second. Um, what did uh, uh, Doc? What did you think about uh, the enemy designs? Were there any that stood out to you? I don't know what they're called, but the stupid duck-looking things on the beach that flip you straight up in the air. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Cataquats. Yeah. I could have lived without that. <laughs> yeah, those, those guys were pretty annoying. <laughs> they were just annoying. It, was that the first uh, iteration of them? Because I remember them in, like, other games. I think they were in 64. Um, maybe not those exact ones, but ones that do something very similar. Yeah. They flip you up in the air kind of thing. Apparently, I don't pay enough attention as I run around on the beach because I got flown everywhere. <laughs> yeah, and it's annoying when you run into one of them. Um, Bill, mm. uh, what did you think of the enemy design? Anyone? He hated them all. He hated them all. <laughs> well, yeah, I'm with you guys with the uh, the, the shell slinging electric dudes. Yeah. Uh, what were those things in the palm trees dropping the the black? Yeah, what were Anchor. those things? Like, what was that? I don't know. Those were weird, though. And uh, what was it? The uh, the island with that, the, the flaming uh, chain dudes. 
actually like that you put the flame out. Oh yeah, the, they're like yeah. the cannonball guys. Those were those were interesting. The chain chomps, yeah, those were pretty cool. Then you got to pull their tail <laughs> and snap them. Yeah, those, those are pretty neat. I forgot about that. Yep. Um, how about uh, how about you, Enz? Well, there was a the one that stood out to me the most was probably the big manta ray from Serena Beach, where oh, uh, yeah, 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 that was a good where the oh, hotel's gone. That. They're like, where the heck did the hotel go? And then all of a sudden you see this huge silhouette of a manta kind of roll up out of the ocean, and then every time you spray it, it divides in half. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. It was kind of annoying, not gonna lie, but I thought it was a pretty cool design and something that I hadn't seen before. I agree. I actually like that one, which is kind of strange. I know most people don't. But yeah, that was a that was a cool design. Um, I found that it kind of weird that they didn't the have. Yeah. I found it weird that there were no Goombas in the game. I believe this is the only Mario game without Goombas. Oh my gosh, I didn't even think of that. How could and, they not uh, have Goombas? <laughs> yeah, uh, I guess their Goombas are native to the Mushroom Kingdom, so I guess that's just they didn't want to come on vacation. So's Bowser. <laughs> but he should. That is. That's a valid point. He could have brought anybody with him, you know what I mean? Huh. That's crazy. Yeah, um, I also liked... Uh, uh, what, oh, shoot, I don't even remember the name of them. Uh, those... Oh, just like the... I guess the best way to describe it would just be those weird wind things. Oh, that would yeah, come. the wisp things. Oh, oh yeah. They were... Probably they kept the most annoying, yeah. Knocking you off the top of the thing. Like yeah. especially that one shine the, the cage shine sprite on yes. uh, Rico. You get right up to the top and then boom down you know. back to the bottom. Oh so frustrating. Yeah. And just the sound of them just like sends chills down your spine because you yeah, know you, what they're gonna do. <laughs> you can hear them coming and you know they're right behind you, but yeah. oh, I forgot about that. Those guys are annoying. <laughs> uh, I did I did actually like uh, the the giant bloopers. Like the huge guy. The one where you had to pull the tentacles off? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. see. Pretty demented. What I liked about him was that I didn't. I fought him all three times, and not once did I pull off a tentacle. Yeah, when I realized you could do that, that's a great feeling. <laughs> I just, uh, if you would jump on his. Because he only hits you with his middle two arms, so yes. I would jump. I would deflate his middle hands, and then I would just pull him. And then the timing was tight, but you could usually do it without actually having to rip off any of his arms. Yeah, I did that for the second time that I had to fight him because I didn't know the first time, but it is pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that was probably my one of my favorites. Yeah, I like that kind of enemy design. That was a good enemy design. Um, what did you guys think about the Chucksters? The guys, especially the secret level where you have to get chucked by the, the people. Did anybody find that annoying or like it? Bill? What is there to like? What is there like? It's <laughs> ridiculous. You had no control where they were throwing. You had to oh. wait until they got to a certain spot in their rotation. Yeah. Oh. Pretty annoying. Especially when you're trying to do the red coin uh, challenge. Yeah. Yeah. Not a big fan of them. Anyway, um, I think that pretty much covers hey, everything. Well, you're not going to ask me what I thought of the enemy design? Yeah, all right. What did you think of the enemy design? <laughs> I uh, I was actually super impressed that uh, they didn't just recycle old Mario enemies. They came up with new stuff. It looked good, and it made the island feel like it was separate from the Mushroom Kingdom. Get out of here, man! What? <laughs> Whoa. Serious? All right. Sure, yeah. I'm serious. All right, cool. That's great. Wait, wait, what do you mean? What do you... I'm serious. 
Oh, you're so full of it. What? <laughs> All right. I'm being honest. Before we uh, get into our last I game. I pretend this game's not actually part of the Mario fucking canon. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's... That's the question. Was this designed to be a Mario game originally? No, There's so much different. Sonic that... Adventure 4. <laughs> this is Doki Doki Panic 2. But, um... Before we get to the last question, was there anything else that anybody else wanted to bring up before we uh, start kind of wrapping it up? Did, you, did we cover everything, Anzi? Uh, I think we got most of it. I guess one other thing I wanted to mention was on uh, Noki Bay. Yep. There... Oops, I muted myself. <laughs> uh, on uh, Noki Bay, there were all these little... That's uh... okay, Anzi. I've had you muted the whole show. Oh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh. I if you can't handle the heat, get out of the Skype call. Oh. oh. <laughs> Brutality. <laughs> oh, yeah, Sorry so for the... that interruption. <laughs> All right, again. So in Noki Bay, there were these weird little uh, inscriptions on the wall. And when you'd spray them, it would kind of sink in. Oh, yeah, yeah. And uh, I know there were a couple of them where that's where you'd find your blue coins. Yeah. Uh, mm. One of the reasons that Noki Bay is my favorite world is because... There were a couple of those that would just troll you where you'd walk into it and then a huge boxing glove would come and punch you out and knock you all the way back to the bottom. Dude, I hated those things. <laughs> Not halfway across the, the map. The oh. That was the worst enemy. Oh. <laughs> but you love that. Yeah. You love that they trolled people. I thought it was hilarious. <laughs> it hit me and I just burst out laughing. I'm like, did they actually just put that in the game? Like, Dude, that scared the crap out of me the first time. <laughs> I didn't know what was going on. Yeah, I was just, uh, just all the ruins there in general, there was a lot of cool paths you could take, like, yeah, that was actually just all the cool. little, the back alleys in there, it felt like I was, uh, just exploring some, like, I spent probably an hour just, just running around there and looking through all that stuff, and yeah, me that's too. probably, that probably one of the coolest job. things that I enjoyed from that level. I agree, I kind of wish there was more but, like that, I think that was a pretty cool mechanic. What Is about it? the swimming mechanic in that level? Oh, underwater oh, bits. God about that, yeah. Bill. Thank you. That, that, was, that was pretty horrid. Oh, painful. Painful. Mario 64 had swimming perfected. All they had to do was switch it over. Oh, bobbing up and down. Oh, yeah. my gosh. Definite downgrade. That, that was the first moment when I realized I just don't think this is a Mario game. Uh, yeah. The, uh, Mario Sunshine did give us one of the worst stages like ever created. I'll just say this: the watermelon stage. Oh, pushing that watermelon! I know. Yes. I don't know how many. You know what? When I did the uh, hundred coin challenge for that level, I just kept breaking the watermelon to to get more coins. I did that oh. too. Yeah. <laughs> it was kind of rewarding. <laughs> it was like, yeah, I meant to break you, you jerk. But anyway. Yeah, I think that's about it. I think we can get into our. Uh, our lasting impressions. So just quickly, <laughs> I'd love to hear everybody's sort of overall thoughts, um, how you feel about the game as it is today, and would you recommend it to somebody maybe who hasn't played uh, this game or maybe even a Mario game in the series? Um, I'm going to start out with The Doctor. I really want to like this game. Uh, try and stay positive about it. I would recommend it, but only people who haven't played Mario 64 yet have experienced something better. Uh, yeah, I'm still holding out for my th new 3DS 2016 release. It could happen. It could happen. 
Um, how about uh, how about you, Kyle? Last impressions. Uh, yeah, I like I said, I'm playing this again, and I I probably like it just as much as I did originally. I think if I were to play it brand new nowadays, especially after playing a lot of modern games, I would be very frustrated. So that's why I see where a lot of that comes in, where a lot of people are frustrated with that. It's not the the most perfect uh, controlling game or anything, but uh, yeah, I still like it. I, I, I liked it when I first got it, and uh, it's very different, but different in a good way, and, and like I said in the forums, and P2 uh, said as well, it's it's kind of like it's a Mario 2 of the modern, you know, 3D Mario games. It's It's that different and unique. So, yeah, I think uh, it, it. I kind of agree with you. There are some redeeming qualities about this game. Um, there are some really good levels. Uh, there are a lot of bad levels. Um, so as long as you warn the person that you're telling to play this before they get into it, um, I think there is something here for everyone. It's just a matter of of, of giving it enough time to get to that point. Um, yeah, it's not the perfect Mario game, but uh, right, right. It's, okay, it's different in a good way. Yep, you got it. Um, how about, uh, Bill? Bill, what's, what's your lasting impressions? Would you recommend this to anybody? What's your overall you, thoughts? You cannot recommend this game to anyone, <laughs> especially if they haven't played a 3D Mario game before, if they're only used to the old 2D Mario. This would taint them on every Mario game afterwards. It's just, it's, it's frustrating, it's tedious. There are little bits of fun, but, uh, you gotta get through a lot of tedium to get to it. Fair enough. Fair enough. And actually, you, you make a good point because one of our uh, fellow club members, Rambox, this is his first 3D Mario experience. Um, that's that's tough. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's tough. Maybe Because uh, I thought maybe, since it is his first, maybe it would be a better experience, but he's just not enjoying it. Which is, you know, sad. It's too bad. So now you'll have to talk him into going on to Galaxy or something like right, that. Right, right. Because he's tainted now. Exactly. He's tainted. <laughs> yeah, he is. The box is tainted. <laughs> Poor Mr. Box. I do feel bad. Um, I, I was hoping that uh, his first Mario, 3D Mario experience would have been a good one. Now, I'm trying to decide which one to end with. I'm going to start with P1. <laughs> you can't adjust the camera controls. It uh, handles poorly. Uh, the story is weak. The uh, the levels are tedious and monotonous and repetitive. And the Cartridge Club is supposed to be about getting people to experience things that they missed that maybe they should have played. And uh, this month, my lasting impression is I want to apologize to Duke from Retro Nonsense because you went out and bought this game this month to play with us. And as soon as we finish recording this podcast, I'm taking my copy and trading it in for uh, Snake, Rattle, and Roll. <laughs> All right. So that's P1. How about you, Enzi? Well, you know, Player One apologized to Duke, and uh, I just want to apologize to everyone else who has to take Player One's opinion on this. Because, <laughs> honestly, this game was great, and I recommend it to everyone. I mean, sure, it's not perfect. It has some issues. But on the whole, I think it's a really great game. And if you if you stop comparing it to Mario 64, I think you can truly have a really enjoyable experience. And it's definitely worth the 25 bucks it goes for. Interesting point. It goes for 40. It's not 25. I haven't seen this less than 38 anywhere around here. Okay, well, maybe it jumped up in the last little while. But it's the cartridge I would effect. 
Ashley Carter's club effect. <laughs> yeah. Right. I could think of a hundred things that are more valuable for, even for $25. You could get a hundred chicken nuggets at Burger King for $25. That is a better value for your money than Mary of Sunshine. <laughs> oh my God. And it'll stay with you longer. <laughs> yeah, that's right. And you will have just the challenging times. <laughs> oh my. But yeah, I think uh, I think uh, what a good point that Enzi just made is if you go into this thinking of it as its own unique um, experience, you're not comparing it to Mario 64, you're not comparing it to Mario Galaxy. There is something here that uh, that a lot of people will find they love. Um, a lot of people just will not enjoy it. It doesn't even matter about if it's Mary or not. But if you do take the time and you do manage to get around the controls and the camera, there is some things here that uh, that you can enjoy. Um, overall, it seems mostly negative, but uh, it is nice to see that there is some positive uh, for a Mary. It's so good. Why didn't you get 120 shines? Why didn't you get that last one? You had an extra week with the game. Yeah, it's um, time to get into our three-word review. <laughs> um, all right I so i'm on twitter yeah. uh, if you want your three we'll do twitter first then we'll ask our guests all give right, a cool. chance to so if you want to get your three word review read on the show just uh tweet uh hashtag the number three wr um so if you're a football fan that's also the number three wide receiver so there's a lot of those as well yeah, but uh somewhere in there either throw the name of the game or throw a hashtag cartridge club uh, generally, I can tell it's people that I follow uh, or people that I've seen interact with before. So, uh, so I'm going to start off. The first one we had this month was from our good friend Super Satchel, and uh, his uh, three-word review for Mario Sunshine was "motherfucking fruit machine." <laughs> oh yeah, right. <laughs> That's funny. And then next up, we had uh, Ramvox, and his three-word review for Super Mario Sunshine was "start your engines." <laughs> I think that's in reference to next month's game. <laughs> um, Duke from Retro Nonsense said, uh, not so sunny. Uh, uh, Steven Eider, who is an, he is an avid supporter of Mario Sunshine. Uh, he attacked every disbeliever on Twitter. He defended every bad post on the forums. He actually loves this game. And his three-word review is lovely day out. Why wasn't he on um, start the show again? to continue, who has my favorite three-word review. Uh, you can't use the same... You know, I'm going to let you use the same one for the show, so I'm not going to read it. <laughs> uh, it was fantastic. Uh, Mrs. Q-Dog said, uh, so freaking frustrating. Mm. Buried on Mars has like six of them here. So he says, playing September's game. <laughs> oh my. And he says, uh, Super Mario Sunburn. And he says, Burnout 3 early. Oh, he also says, Super Mario's Decline, Super Mario's Punchline. I think he's uh, <laughs> missing the point of three-word review. <laughs> uh, Minotaur Zombie review. said, uh, sorry, go ahead. I just said 100-word review. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's right, yeah. Uh, Minotaur Zombie said, Drunk Camera Fun or Blue Coin Hell. Blue Coin Hell, yeah. Yoshi Knuckles said, damn secret levels. Yoshi Knuckles didn't like the secret levels either? No, no. Probably because he drowns. <laughs> <laughs> J-Rock the Game Rocker said, uh, does not rock. Coming from J-Rock, that's heavy stuff. That is very heavy. 
Uh, Mystic182 said, stop that camera. Uh, M. Alistair said, uh, worst level design. Mrs. Q-Dog gave us another one later on in the month that said, I've moved on. (laughs) Uh, Kyle, I will also leave you uh, to say the one that you tweeted. Uh, Rambox wrote, who's going to (laughs) listen? Justin Justin Swinimer uh, from at Infinitium Films said, Mario fucking sunshine. The Nestromancer said, why Nintendo? Why? Oh, <laughs> Rambo- you know what? Rambox and Kevin both have this thing. Rambox gave us another one, and it said, preferred the typhoon. He was recently hit by a typhoon. <laughs> he uh, preferred the typhoon. <laughs> <laughs> the trees were natural fed in disaster. An <laughs> and in a massive twist of irony, uh, Japan issued everyone uh, water spraying backpacks to help clean up the mess. <laughs> The Cartridge Canuck, uh, he gave us three as well. I'm going to read them all because they're supportive of Enzi. One of them says, um, kick-ass Enzi, uh, which you did quite well, Enzi. You, uh, you managed to rebut most of my uh, complaints. Yeah. He said, defend you. your game. And then lastly, he said, promote our podcast. <laughs> <laughs> nice, nice. So uh, we'll start with uh, Nintendo Doctor. What, uh, what is your three-word review? Fix the camera. Mm, yep, good one. That's a good one. That's a good one. Bill, can you? Uh, I'm going to save you for last because yours makes me. Yours is the best. <laughs> Kyle, you want to say what yours was? Yes, I believe it was Feeds uh, More Moonshine. Mm. Yep, that's right. <laughs> uh, it's a good. It's a good drunk game, I think. Too. <laughs> yep. You would have to be drunk to enjoy that. Enzi, let's hear your uh, three-word yeah. review. Leftover bits podcast. <laughs> no, but in in all reality, it would be stop the hate. Oh, okay, nice, nice, nice. Um, P two yourself. Okay, so what makes a good Mario game? You know what? Um, there's been a lot of people who say Mario games are too easy um, and things like that. What makes a Mario game good is is collecting everything. It's finding everything in the worlds um, uh, to complete the game. Um, you can get from A to B easily in any Mario game. It's completing it that's hard. Um, this is a my, lot more than three words. My three-word review, because I really want to stress this, is not worth completing, uh, which is a lot for me to say that about a Mario game. So this is the first Mario game since Mario 64 that you haven't 100% completed. Is that correct? Uh, I've 100% completed every Mario game except for this one, yeah. So... You just this game was not worth you putting the effort in to get that last shine. You're yeah. you're making the statement of this is just it's not good enough for me. Yeah, I got four coins in of my last ten, and I said no, this is not worth completing. Wow, <laughs> that's a full statement. I know my three-word uh, review. Or we get sorry. There's a lot of mechanics that I like about it, but yeah. not all of it. <laughs> my uh, my three-word review. I'll go, and then we'll hear Bill's. Mine is uh, not worth it. Because whether it's money or time or effort, this game is not worth it. Mm. And Bill, please, please give us your three-word review. Disc, please fail. That's <laughs> <laughs> ironic because that happened a lot to me. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> that's All a right. good one. So that's Mary Sunshine, folks. Um, if you played along with us and you enjoyed it, and it was your first time. 
I'm happy that you enjoyed it. I have turned over a new leaf where I understand now that not everybody has to like the same things. And just because I don't like it or do like it doesn't mean you have to like it or not like it as well. That's uh, MZ, I'm glad we had a chance to play a game that you love. And I'm glad that we had a chance to talk to you about it so you could tell us why you love it. I'm just sad that you didn't love it too. (laughs) So I want to say thank you to our guests. Um, Thanks for being here, guys. Thanks for talking about this. This is the last show of season two for the Cartridge Club. And uh, uh, it was a good episode, I think. I really enjoyed talking about this game with you guys. And I I, I think it'll be good listening for for the fans, hopefully. Um, And if not, fuck them. So, uh... (laughs) (laughs) Support the Cartridge Club. (laughs) (laughs) So I want to... Uh, everybody, give us a tell us where we can find you and how our fans can look. How how our listeners? I keep saying fans, uh, listeners. I apologize, friends. Um, can can find can find you to contact you, reach out to you more. Uh, let's start with you, Enzi. All right. Well, you can find me at the Leftover Bits podcast. We're on iTunes. Uh, we're on Twitter at Leftover Bits. Uh, we've got a YouTube channel, Leftover Bits, but if you want just me and you don't like that Paul guy, then you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at NZ204. You should definitely check him out. Check out their podcast. It's a good listen. Um, they uh, they talk about movies, games, sports, and uh, shitty Canadian TV shows. Nintendo <laughs> <laughs> um, Doctor, let everyone know where they can find you. I'm at YouTube at The Nintendo Doctor. I also have a Facebook page for Dr. Nintendo. At some point, you're going to have to change your name to Nintendo Doctor because that's what we call you 80% of the time. <laughs> yep. <laughs> I'll get on that. <laughs> uh, Kyle, let everybody know where they can find you. Yeah, always uh, on Twitter as well. Uh, Kyle325, or underscore, 325 underscore again. And uh, yeah, cheesy little YouTube show, Game Time with Kyle. We uh, do videos every now and then. So, And last but certainly not least, Bill from the STC pod. Let everybody know where they can find you. Uh, sure, and thanks for having me on. This has been good times. Thank you. Uh, you can find us. We're, we're all over the place with YouTube, and we have a website. You can just Google Start to Continue Podcast or even uh, STC pod. Uh, stcpod.com is our website. And on Twitter, at SDCPod. Very easy. Excellent. Guys, uh, so just before we wrap it up, uh, next month's game, September, the first game of Season 3 of the Cartridge Club, which will feature a new intro for the first time on the Cartridge Club and uh, potentially a new thumbnail if uh, the person who I spoke to to design it gets it done. And if not, I'll have to do one up in Photoshop until I find uh, an artist that is capable of recreating the image. Um, so next one's game is Burnout 3 Takedown. It's a racing game. You can get it on the PS2 or the original Xbox. Uh, P2 and I are going to be playing that tomorrow. We're going to be streaming it live, uh, showing off our new Twitch overlay. And um, it's uh, we don't play a lot of racing games, but I have it on good authority from everybody who has played this that it is the best racing game bar none. So, uh, Can't wait to see that. Yeah, we'll see what happens. And... Uh, That'll be my last episode for at least one month, maybe two. So um, I'll be gone for a bit. So it'll be P2 and J-Rock filling in for the P1 spot. So he'll have to play 20 minutes of the game and then talk shit about it. 
so as everybody knows, we don't uh, we don't do our own innings. We let the guests take care of that. So, gentlemen, why don't you uh, take us off? Master Mario, find some assistance to fix this game. 